0: Welcome to the sequel machine.
1: It's like a gun, Corey. I would rather <laughs> I would rather have one and not need it I than did. to need it and not have one.
0: Are we Th- recording now? Yeah.
1: We've I, been I, recording.
0: I, I just roll. Yeah, this is the show.
1: <laughs> is that why you we were so been- bad? The yeah but you didn't that's but that's the that's like the charm of it oh, oh, your man. honor your honor d- that's different hold though. on your honor the defense would like to point out that its first uh evidence exhibit a was tampered with by the prosecution but then the prosecution immediately gave us new evidence in saying that <laughs> he was swindled by america online
2: Wait, who's the prosecution, who's the defense I'm here? not real sure. Because
1: you would be, I prosecu- be the prosecution. You're the
0: prosecution, Your he's Honor, the, the defense. Your Honor, the defense
1: has done nothing but fuck with evidence.
0: Why am I on trial?
1: You've been on trial. I
2: think Brad is say, still saying you're old, and, and, uh, and we've got to decide whether or not you're old or not. <laughs> yeah
1: both accused me of derailing this show a lot but if you guys would just let me get through the goddamn bit we would be done <laughs> and talking about Nicolas cage and willie's wonderland i'm gonna prove to you i'm not crazy
0: was this good
1: then uh... poor schlubs
2: like us who are dumb idiots who took one history class in high school want to know like oh i get this movie and we are poor and i want to become
1: rich one day and that's satisfying to watch Get Vic. I'll talk get to thick. you. Get Vic. I'm yeah, go go get my big black fruit.
0: I'll talk to him. You. you guys are trouble. I, Welcome to the Sequel Machine.
1: Another episode of the Sequel Machine. I'm Brad Scott, as always, joined by Will Paffenberger, hello, and Corey Miller, hello. And this week we are going to be talking about uh, probably one of the most iconic, you know, sports movies. I would put it in the top ten of all time uh, as far as a go-to sports movie, and it was a big part of my childhood. Major League Two was that Hoosiers.
0: I thought- I thought we did Mighty Ducks too. You're talking about Major League, right?
1: Well, there's more. A top ten would ensue that I could have nine other spots besides Major League. Bull Durham. Yeah, okay. Major League, Bull Durham, Rocky,
0: Rocky two, Rocky four. I'm
1: only giving the we're, we're Rocky franchise. Rudy, Hoosiers, Hoosiers, Field of Dreams, Blue Chips. No. <laughs> no, Neon Bodine. <laughs> varsity blues? This list is culturally biased. <laughs> varsity blues. You'd put that White in your top can't ten. Jump.
2: White men can't jump's pretty Absolutely.
1: good. Absolutely. did you say would I put varsity blues in my top ten? Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. You only
2: have two left, so you're gonna have to squeeze this one in. Joanna Man. I guess you already said we did Mighty Ducks too, so it wasn't. Did po- anybody Does say Mighty Eddie? Ducks two come in at number ten
1: then? It might. It might because yeah, Eddie's probably number nine. Oh, Eddie? Seriously? Yeah, absolutely. Are you familiar with Eddie, Will? No. Whoopi Goldberg coaches the New York Knicks. Oh, boy. And the best basketball player in the entire movie is Gary Payton. did in, we in didn't one even playground s- seat. We didn't even say Space Jam. Oh, damn, yeah. So Space Jam might have to replace Eddie. So of the top 20 sports films of all time, <laughs> this might come in. This is in the top 20, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's in the top 10 Disney sports films sure. in the 90s.
2: Wow, Man, I would, defi- I would put this in the top five
0: Disney sports films. The- I don't know. Are, I don't are know the Air Bud movies Disney? I think
2: they were. Uh, maybe, but I, really I, I know Field of Dreams. Uh, I think that's oh, technically. there's another one. There's, I don't
1: know if that's He Disney. said that. He said Miracle. That oh, did you? Well, that? that was Angels in the
2: Outfield, I think that's incredible. Oh, Angels
1: in the Outfield is a classic. Ooh, uh, Rookie of the Year. Oh, God. Well, okay, of the top 30 films. <laughs> okay, it's in the top 30 Disney uh, starring Joshua Jackson
2: <laughs> oh, Speaking
1: yeah. of which So what What was your guys' history with this movie I'll get mine out of the way when Mighty Ducks 2
2: right I... We said so many movies But you never said Mighty For Ducks For
1: D2 yes yeah. Oh it's called D- You guys called D2 Okay Well, it's called D2, The Mighty Mighty Ducks.
2: Ducks.
1: And I was a huge fan. I loved the first movie when I was a kid, and I saw this movie in the theaters probably at least five times. It was one of my favorite movies at that time, because I believe it came out. When did it come out, Corey? 94, right? 94? Yeah, Yeah, 94. So I was 12. So, yeah, this was a huge part of my... uh, you know Childhood Corey what about you
0: Well you were 12 I was 17 So I had no interest In this movie And uh, I didn't actually Watch it in, Until the first time Was when we did it On the showdown Like what Three years ago Four mm-hmm. or, Well more than that Maybe four years ago So, so the first I don't really have Any history was Three it. years ago mm-hmm. Did you watch
2: The first Mighty Ducks
0: Yeah watch it, Because we did that one On the show too So okay. I had already Seen the first one So watching this Watching this one It was It was You know it's not a, It was a quick transition Not a big deal uh, yeah, You
1: don't need a lot of setup for the Mighty Ducks no, movies You no. gotta jump in at any point <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: no, that is true. These uh, I, I had forgotten. I don't think I'd watched this movie or Mighty Ducks of any sort since the '90s. I, did, I do have a, a fond recollection of it as a kid, mm-hmm. but it's sort of like going back and watching He-Man cartoons or She-Ra cartoons, where you are like, "You fucking love those things every Saturday morning," mm-hmm. and then you are like, "These are god awful. These are poorly written. These are poorly performed. The the plot makes no goddamn sense. <laughs> like this, there is so many holes, and it's so cheesy. Like." You've got to think that the, my mom and dad or whoever took me to see these movies were just pulling their hair out the whole time. If the, Yeah,
0: I mean... Oh, well, they still do it today. I mean, yeah. if you ever watch a kid's, uh, uh, kid's uh, movie... Like especially animated one. Not the toy stories, but you know some the of the The Pixar
2: films seem to The Pixars are fine. They keep you. they keep adults attention wrapped as mm. well as children's you know attention.
1: Why? Because unlike Disney, they don't murder off the parents within the first five mm-hmm. minutes of every goddamn movie. Wait,
0: Bambi? What well,
1: Bambi was not Pixar.
0: Oh, you're sh- well, And, and Disney, they Pixar... murdered
1: his mom in, like, literally the I know, that's f- opening what I'm frame. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's, my point is Di- Disney Pixar murders is, all the parents. Pixar but, does not. But
0: Pixar so, is Disney.
1: Well, but they're a different
2: branch They're of a Disney. branch of Disney. They're the cool branch of Disney.
1: If you think of a Disney movie or a Pixar movie, there's a distinct difference in your head.
0: Well, yes, but, I mean, most of the time when people say Pixar, they usually say Disney Pixar. So,
1: Well, we, we're not talking
2: Oliver and company. Anyway, I think that you are right. You are right about... Pixar has a, a more clever uh, way to get you into the story than just to be like the the sentiment of losing your mom or your dad.
1: Yeah, and uh, so did did you watch a lot of Disney movies when you were a kid? Because we're about the same age, I believe.
2: Yeah, I don't... When you said you were 12 and 94, I was also 12 and 94. So were you, you were born in 82? Mm-hmm. Okay, me too. What 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 is your birthday may 17th oh my god i'm technically older than you then i was ordered february 28th 82 yeah Yeah. uh i've always looked up to you oh that's nice what a what a fine (laughs) what a fine thing and i'm older than both uh when you said you're 17
0: (laughs) my god you're
2: older (laughs) than moses No, uh, let me see. I, I didn't watch too many Disney cartoons, like movies, as a kid. I watched, my, I watched movie movies. I think my first introduction to wanting to be interested in film was Back to the Future. So I didn't watch a lot of uh, Disney movies growing up. Uh, not, not the animated features. I think that I watched more Muppets. Um, I had three older sisters who were significantly older than me, so they were already watching movie movies. So I mostly watched what they watched. But I think Back to the Future... I I recall is like, Ooh, I love movies when I saw that. And then those came out in the eighties. So I was like, whatever, five, six, seven or eight at that time
1: when that was was like, I just want to watch movies. Yeah. Back to the future jaws, uh, Goonies. Those were like the movies everyone had a copy of. And that's like, so, because you remember like back then we didn't have streaming. So you were kind of limited to whatever your, options you had purchased was and like or yeah everybody recorded
0: off of hbo
1: yeah exactly and everybody's family had that they had that copy of jaws they had that copy of goonies uh and i think yeah yeah mighty we, ducks too is
2: yeah they were all taped off the tv and then you like you know you fast forward through the commercials so you would wait as a kid until it would come on to like channel four or whatever as it's the sunday afternoon filler <laughs> and you would you would videotape And it would be crudely edited so they could get the commercial breaks in and all of that.
1: And then the tracking gets off, so the commercials kind of bleed into the movie. And it's also the eighteenth time that's been recorded. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So let's get into uh, Bankroller Bust. All right, the original film made um, fifty million, I believe, on a forty million or fourteen million dollar budget. Excuse me. Uh, I'm gonna get to the yeah, 14 million dollar budget. It made 50 million. Now here's the difficult part for this one. Uh, they don't give me a budget, so I'm guessing maybe. Uh, I guess you could say in the 90s, Disney gave them a blank check. Hmm. <sighs> Tone Loke actually was the one that gave them the check. So what? You just gonna have to guess based on no budget. What the box office take was? Now remember, the first one was a fourteen million dollar budget. It made fifty. It was a success by all measures. You got to imagine that budget went up a little bit for those tie-dyed Trinidad uniforms.
0: And Keenan Thompson. You know they got it. Hold
1: on, don't step on it. I've got, I've got, I've got something for that. But give me your your uh, bankroller bust prediction.
0: I'm gonna go seventy five million. I'm gonna say
1: hundred million. All right, forty-five point six million. Oh, it didn't do so well. Mm. It, it, it underperformed. It did. Uh, well, I mean, we don't know. I mean, what? If, technically, if the budget was seventy-five dollars, it's one of the highest-grossing <laughs> movies in
2: history. Yeah, what a great profit margin.
1: Um, <laughs> I wonder why
2: it didn't do as well.
1: Well, let's get to that. So we have uh, new segments for the show, and one of the first segments is. I think this is going to be probably the quickest segment we ever have on the show. Is what they got right. So I want to ask you
0: guys what
1: this movie got right. Now that can be. Wait,
0: do we want to do the plot first?
1: Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. We okay. have, uh, we have uh Corey. Uh, Corey's going to give us the synopsis.
0: <clears throat> now there's from two IMDb. of them. IMDb. These are the, these are what are, is on IMDb. Can Gordon's team win the junior Goodwill games in California in spite of all the setbacks? Mm.
2: What? That's, that's the it. whole thing. That's it. <laughs> it's just one question <laughs> Yes, that really that really uh, yeah. enraptures or your, your attention or your mm. imagination. This has
1: me
0: intrigued. I it, must watch this if movie. If only the movie
1: would have tried to do so much with less.
0: Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the other one. I hope this one's a little bit more clear. Gordon Bombay is forced to withdraw from the minor hockey league with a knee injury. Much to his surprise, he is given the job of coach of Team USA Hockey for the Junior Goodwill Games. In California, with most of the Ducks and a few new players in tow, he sets forth for L.A. All appears to be going well for a while, but the hype of Hollywood starts to get to Gordon, and he is distracted when Iceland, the favorites to win the title, appear on the scene. Ooh, chills. (laughs) While the first one had... Not enough. <laughs>
2: the this second one had like had way, way too, too much about maybe not the exact
1: <laughs> how did like, they line that we wanted to follow. I'm surprised they didn't add in at some point. Like at one point, Bombay goes out for ice cream with the Iceland trainer, and <laughs> is spotted by the Bash brothers. <laughs> so that is our synopsis so let's again this is uh we're gonna do uh two two basically parts of this it's what they got right and what they got wrong and i think this may be the quickest segment we ever do what they got right i will say one thing i think this movie got right was i think a big key to a sequel actually holding up or being even put on the same kind of stratosphere as its original is getting a lot of the primary you know principal cast back and this yeah, movie did that. They got pretty much everybody. Hard to imagine these guys didn't have more going on. Uh, Emilio. Quack is back, Jack. And Averman. And, Quack is back, Jack. and Goldberg. Quack is back, Jack. But they brought pretty much the entire cast back. Quack is
0: back Jack.
1: You guys have anything for
0: what they got right? I have a lot for what they got wrong. As far as what they got right, it's. I mean. Okay. I guess I guess you could say the ending was kind of one of those happy things, but it's very predictable. Well, casting. Oh, just as far as the casting. No. I mean,
1: I think they got casting right. I think they Keenan Thompson, did you seen Keenan Thompson in anything before that? I don't even think he well, was on all that. I don't think he had even started all that yet. Oh really? I didn't even recognize him. Is that the kid who hits the uh, knuckle, knuckle puck? The knuckle puck? Yeah. That's
2: Keenan Thompson? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even notice that. But that's,
1: I mean, even if he is on all that, he's not by any means a household name no. or a, a child star at this point. He's on the rise. Right. So getting him as one of the new cast members, I thought and I thought actually the casting was not bad. The rodeo kid came across like a, you rodeo. know. the fa- I imagine it had to also be tough for all those kids to learn how to skate. That is not easy. Mm-hmm. And so, no. so teaching the kids to
2: skate is what they got right. Yeah, I think it's a bare minimum Casting. requirement when you're doing a hockey movie. Casting a, they- at some level, you have to be coordinated enough to skate enough to get these shots. And uh, skate well, backwards too, except for Goldberg, yeah. uh, which we
1: will get to later. But
2: no oh boy, poor Goldberg. You know about the the actor who played Goldberg? Oh, this guy. He Well, he was just in the news recently because he... Well, a couple of years ago because he fell... I mean, he's a meth head. He was a meth head for a long time. And he, like, totally fell off the wagon. And he looks like those real terrible pictures of when they're like, this guy, meth got him. Right? Like, m- sunken face, gross, like scars, like oozing. And then he recovered from it a little bit. So he's, like, back to looking like a normal human being again, not a ghost.
1: Somehow the... Sunked out meth version of Goldberg in my head was Bruno Mars. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> it may not be wrong. Have you ever seen the
2: two? In the I same have not. The no, same? exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, um. Well, I think the all-around casting was wasn't bad. I mean, you, so you the you guy were, for Hendrick Sports, he he's a good sleazy, you know, uh, sponsor kind of uh, suit executive uh Kareem well cast as, <laughs> as I don't think there was itself. anyone better to play Kareem Abdul-Jabbar than, I, it was believable that it was him uh but did you have you guys didn't see anything with what they got right I had the cool Mighty Ducks you know, jerseys I was gonna say the
2: same thing I was gonna say that based on the success of the first Mighty Ducks movie that you cherish and have sentiment for, like, the the bring all those characters back in the next one was the right move. And then you've got to add the flavor or whatever, so they added the additional... They were, like, replicas of the characters that already existed, in my mind, in some ways, when they were like, here's... Except the rodeo kid, but here's the strong, powerful lady uh, player. Here's the other Smash Brother kid. Here's uh, the fast uh, little kid who can do tricks or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I I just... I, I thought it was a good... I thought it was for a movie that was stretching to be a sequel because the first was was so successful. The additions they they cast, bringing back the cast, the additions they made were interesting.
1: The uh, kid who played Mendoza, the speed skater, do you know who that is?
2: No, no. He
1: was also Benny the Jet from The Sandlot. Ooh. Never watched it. You've never seen the Sandlot? I didn't
2: realize that either. No. Oh my god, the Sandlot.
1: Oh, classic. And Benny the Jet might go into the kid sports movie hall of fame. He might be.
0: Is, is Sandlot on your on your top ten now? No, well, top well, it's top thirty. It's top, top 30. thirty.
1: Well, I mean, may have stretched it to forty. <laughs> uh, yeah. it's in there. It's in the top it's in the Century Club. So uh, yeah, I thought a lot of the new additions were, so Corey, did you find anything that they did right?
0: No, not, not really. Nothing I mean, you mentioned all. the, you mentioned the, the mighty duck, duck jerseys, but and the Trinidad it, jerseys, those were fucking fire. While, while it was nice to see the jerseys. Um, hold on. I know what you're going to say and hold yeah, on. It is I, coming I, up I, next. I have to save it. You for know what? The other let's, part.
1: let's just jump right to it because right. this is gonna. I knew this was going to be the, the, the bulk of it. And I want to start off. Actually, I'll let, Corey, I'll let you finish okay. that point and start us off. So this is what they got
0: wrong. What they got wrong is the fact that, first of all, that they let them change their jerseys in the middle of a game and to a <laughs> team jersey that's not even their team. Well, no,
1: no, no, no. Here's, the, here's what's even worse. Not that they let them change jerseys, but that they let them say fuck America and take off the Team USA jersey mm-hmm. to put on the Ducks jerseys.
0: Yeah, just to make them feel better. That's not the way. That's not the way things work. Either.
1: And if you're Iceland, you got to be like, "This is fucking rigged. We're playing in the Anaheim Mighty Ducks arena." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I I uh, I agree
2: that there was lots there was lots that was weirdly wrong about this. And, and the 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 main plot point, like the main falling off point, I thought maybe it was an okay plot to put them in a tur- international tournament. I'm like. Okay, you got to step it up from the previous mm-hmm. movie. So putting him in that situation is is fine. Iceland though I don't think that they've historically ever been associated with being good at hockey. Russia, yes. Canada. And, and Canada, yes. But Iceland, I think they made them the arch nemesis because they're literally fucking named Iceland. <laughs> and it was and it was it was just a funny and pun for like di- like for kids, it's a kids movie. So like kids will go like, "Oh, they're Iceland, they must be good on at an ice game." But
1: then they address it in the movie how that name doesn't fit at all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Iceland or uh, Greenland green. is very is full of ice. Right. Iceland is very nice. Yeah. It's very
2: nice. Yeah, very green. Uh, it's but ve- I guarantee you that that's the fucking thinking that went behind it. Was like, oh, this is a kids movie. Kids will think that Iceland is good well, at do ice
1: you, Do you think they didn't go Russians because? all the trouble Rocky Balboa had just gone through a few years earlier to end the cold war. Yeah. Uh, they didn't want it. They thought, well, maybe it's a little too soon.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to step on Rocky's toes there. Well,
2: what'd they do? They fucking knuckle puckered the Russians, right? That's what they did. They, that, that's how they, that was the it. Italians, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. Oh, oh no, well,
2: no, 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 I, no, no, no. Italians.
1: Cause the, the Italians, they blew out. Uh, I know what he's talking about. It's to win the to win the game.
2: Yeah, and they kind of just brushed over Russia that that game. They just mm-hmm. basically showed the knuckle puck. I think that's the. That but Russia
1: was the one that upset Iceland to make uh, Iceland have their one loss. Oh well, that was on a newspaper clipping. Yes. Interesting. Okay. So, but I want to talk. Th- okay, so my biggest beef, and it's a, a way bigger injustice than them being allowed to switch jerseys. Okay. This is maybe one of the biggest injustices in the history of sports cinema and that is the travesty that was the treatment of julie the cat
0: julie the cat the goalie that was brought in oh Uh, yes right she was you know what in, in all she was pretty much a pointless character julie okay so julie the cat gaffney right She's brought
1: in as considered the pretty much the best because that's what they say. They, they got the best specialist for everything. The mm-hmm. the rodeo kid is the best puck handler. The Mendoza is the fastest skater. She was supposed to be the best goalie, searching the entire country. And Emilio Estevez looks at basically looks at her and is like, "But we got Goldberg, our fat you know uh, Mexican that's over there farting and falling down." In the net and the entire movie, Julie, the cat shows nothing but dedication, being a good team uh, player and, you know, putting the team first and being a good sport. And Goldberg constantly fails and fails and fails. And Julie never gets a chance until when the very last shot of the entire game. Mm -hmm. She left her team in Maine, Corey. Yeah, she mm.
2: was a she was a the won the state championship in Maine multiple years for her team, and they like put her. Well, she gets this shot right. They sub her in because because uh, Goldberg something happens to Goldberg. He's oh, oh he keeps getting scored on, what? and so they're like, all right, go in. And then the first thing she does is like Jack and Icelander in the nuts. Or like 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 two assaults two guys. Uh, oh, and gets and kicked th- out. It gets kicked out, and I don't know if that was like some. Th- this was the early '90s, so it was before like we had a very strong feminist movement where you want to show great strong representation of, of female characters being able to dominate in a male male driven world, right? And so this was like the weakest fucking effort to like put a female character in there, and she gets kicked out immediately. Oh, can I? But oh,
1: can we, I throw a theory at you? Yeah. 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 I don't think that she got kicked out because she was so insulted by what the Iceland players said. I think she got kicked out because she was fucking insulted that the first time in this entire tournament she gets in the game is not until they're down 11 to 0 to Iceland. <laughs> Yeah, it's a Wait, five oh in the first period you don't fucking put her in? Now you're gonna put me in, in the third period when we're down eleven fucking Fuck you, Bombay. I'm yeah. gonna knee these guys in the nuts and go yeah. back and it sit down. It was really bad, but that was when Bombay you gotta
2: like if you're going down the, the, the main plot road of where Bombay's failing, it's because he's getting too uh, it's Mr. Big Shot, too uh, egotistical who with all of the all of the attention. And when's the last time that this is the thing that I don't get about this movie? When's the last time a youth fucking hockey coach became a superstar that anybody <laughs> gave a shit about? Like even like Olympians who win gold medals, like they made him out to be like. Uh Michael Jordan or something. Oh, who's the coach of who's the coach of the Bulls for that all that Phil Jackson. Phil, Jackson. Phil fucking Jackson. They made it like, oh he's Phil Jackson. He's talking to Kareem about coming out with his own shoe. This wasn't even an this was a goodwills game. This was like <laughs> Yeah it's not
0: even the Olympics.
2: Yeah. And they made him out to be this like that the the nation couldn't help but fall in love with Gordon Bombay. I don't know one youth <laughs> hockey coach.
1: No, that's the thing. They really play fast and loose with how much the country is paying attention to these youth hockey games. Yeah. yeah. The fact that they're like, oh, the mighty ducks, you remember from that small town of Minnesota that won their town that championship won the youth tournament? There's, <laughs> that
2: there's half the there pump. are youth hockey champions in every single state, in every single county. There's thousands of youth like, why that that was where it jumped the shark for me in this movie. That the main plot point was Gordon Bombay got too full of himself.
1: Well, not only that, but they're like, okay, we have found five of the greatest specialists in the country and then we're going to go with these nine from one pee-wee hockey team See, in a And that's
0: another problem I have with this. It's like, okay, we're going we're getting a goodwill uh USA team together. We want your entire team. No,
1: but you 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 would understand Charlie, right? Cuz Bombay has that kind of relationship. He he would get him on the team. You would understand Adam Banks because he was kind of the the stud MVP of the Mighty Ducks and you would understand maybe want like maybe Jesse uh They're the starting center. But no, I'm saying I don't think they're taking Averman. Oh, is that, is that, is that a ginger that looks like he has asthma and all types of sinus and allergy problems. Yeah. Let's get him. Oh, is he going to, is he the comedy comic relief with glasses? Perfect.
2: Yeah, that's the other thing. Is I guess if you're the coach, if, if uh, whatever, Donnie Hendricks or whatever that guy's name was, gives grants you permission to make the team, Gordon Bombay is going to pick whoever he wants, right?
1: Oh, I guess I would be right. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. He
2: didn't even have an assistant coach on a, <laughs> on a national youth hockey. It was just <laughs> him was, yeah. unilaterally making no. decisions.
0: And that's another thing. He doesn't show up for that final no. game. Yes. She steps in as the coach. You can't do that. Okay.
1: Well, first of all, Gordon Bombay's been Michael Jordan of fame up until this point, and now all of a sudden, the referee doesn't know who the mighty Ducks next coach is. So they get Team USA's coaches, so they could just swap in yeah. their yeah. teacher.
2: I agree that that moment is so is so like uncomfortably crass for me to be like. He, Charlie's like, "This is our coach," and the the referee's like, uh, "All right, say something, coachy." And she just like <laughs> she like pulls like goes up, and she's like. What are you? What are you, knuckleheads, waiting for? The ice to freeze? It's like the f- ice is already frozen. What a weird fucking thing to say. Why are you on the spectator side of the glass?
1: Yeah, exactly. And yeah. Like,
2: like and then he's like, "Okay, I
1: guess that checks out." Oh, <laughs> oh the the woman that, from the front row who you just called Mrs.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: And now referring to as and yeah, that was a, I had a big issue with that because um, they do this whole. Weird montage of Gordon Bombay like uh, Hans or whatever uh, you know his Alfred is telling him like hey, you, you, you oh, used to yeah. play for fun and you used to think this was a game and then he does so the way he kind of gets his head together is he's got to put on some roller blades, some pads Get a stick with no ball, no puck, and just go to a tennis court and skate around. Can yeah, glide around the beach. <laughs> and,
2: like, this is- and he barely looks like he knows how to skate in that in that series too, where it's like it's the evening, so you have the low sun and the, like the shadowy shot, and him reflecting on what a miserable <laughs> shit he's been. But he can barely fucking skate. <laughs> he's like he's got to use the stick that's like a balance bar, like a Walanda or a Wanda. What are those things, Walandas? Well, Linda's Blender. Yeah. Uh,
1: do you think the director came to Emilio right before they filmed this scene? And he just looked at him and he goes, all right, this is your scene. This is where we find out Gordon Bombay. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden Emilio takes it real serious. Cause if you think about it, that's supposed to be the like gathering perspective scene, right? So the next scene, he should be fun back to the, the old ways coach and everything else. But Corey's right. he, he damn near gets him forfeited and out of the tournament mm-hmm. because they'd already had one loss. So he almost cost him the game, but thankfully, uh, the substitute.
0: Thankfully, he had a duck call that as soon as he make yeah, he blow it. That
1: was so weird. I don't know. Well,
2: the, Alfred, the old guy. I, I don't know. That that must come from the first movie, right? That this was some so, sort yeah. of special token. Well, they or yeah, and then
0: they used it at the beginning of this movie when they were getting all, the, all when they were the gathering together, the, yeah. gathering everybody back. Yeah.
2: But will, it was weird, like the, the duck call through the game, and him to be so fucking late on that. I'm like, he, he reflected the evening before. Why is he late to the game the next day? Yeah,
1: that's, what? The, And not only late, did he
2: lose the duck call? There's no, yeah. there's no explanation of it. <laughs> so that he was just,
1: a
0: deleted scene so he, where he was yeah. searching all over his apartment. Well, for and then call.
1: spending 15 minutes deciding whether he should just go to the game so he's on time, and you know they don't forfeit and lose. But I, can I really go without the duck call? <laughs> Yeah. How else am I gonna yeah, like, get? To, where's that fucking, I that fucking Together.
0: You only oh, no. get one entrance in life. This is gonna be mine.
2: It
1: fell out of my pocket while I was reflective inline skating <laughs> down the beach.
0: He's <laughs> just like combing the
2: beach with a metal detector. It
1: eventually, just shows up with him showing up at Hans's hotel room, and he's just holding the duck. I knew you would lose it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have
2: another one.
1: The real duck. <laughs> it's a second one. Um,
2: so, well, so yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of, there's all kinds of real well, loose. It, it's a money, this is a money grab film. Clearly this film was made based on the success of the first one and they didn't have a super great way to put it together. Other than get the old team back together. We got to come up with a way for Gordon Bombay to, you know, almost fuck it up and then to come back and rise out of the ashes.
1: I also don't think you would be allowed to just have two players switch jerseys. And how did yeah? How did uh, Tyler? I believe it was his name, Russ Tyler, uh, Keenan Thompson's character. How did he get Goldberg's pads off? Goalie pads are not like regular pads. Like you can't just you're not just swapping right jerseys at that point. Like you have to, he had to put on all the goalie pads. And how long are those timeouts? Because mm. they just all huddle around him, and suddenly he's wearing all of Goldberg's stuff. And I don't think that's legal.
0: No, I mean there had to been something going on there that uh, doesn't seem right. There's was, uh, I don't think anything in this movie was legal. This movie should not have been made.
1: Yeah, there was definitely like, if you're Iceland, you definitely have a lot of like leverage. I think to to file some sort of appeal <laughs> or dispute. Uh, the guy had a lasso and just lassoed one of our players.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, I was I was thinking too back to uh, when when uh, the one girl got kicked out of the game for for punching that dude. That was like quick. Like a quick reaction by the referee to toss her.
2: Yeah, it didn't seem discriminatory for sure. Like I hated that whole scene. I hated that whole scene where I'm like, okay, fine. This is the moment because I don't, I didn't remember this movie from being a kid. I'm like, this is the moment that we're gonna see the real goalie, and they're gonna have to do something else with Goldberg. But immediately they kick out the girl, like the better player, the girl, and it was
1: like, what the fuck? That's Julie the Cat Gaffney. I mean this, this is it's one of the most egregious coaching decisions in the history of <laughs> sports, uh, of youth sports. <laughs> youth sports movies. Disney, youth sports <laughs> movies.
2: I can't think of any other egregious move by a coach in any, like most of the time they're making the right, the right choice.
1: Rick Moran is losing the lunchbox.
0: I gotta say no, also, um, it, this was the Goodwill Games and usually it's set up based on summer, uh, like spring and summer sports and then the winter sports, kind of like the Olympics but in this one, we had hockey and basketball at the same time, which would never, never happen. Uh, it also was interesting that we had uh, hockey,
1: not basketball, as the game of choice amongst the urban youth. Oh, uh, yeah. that helped them get their groove back.
2: I'm glad that you mentioned that because I was having the same thought while watching rewatching this movie. Is that that the team finds their groove again by playing street hockey with the urban youth? Yeah, and I'm like. I like I like that there's a scene where it acknowledges the diversity uh, in the sport and and maybe cultures play this differently. But at the same time, it felt a little bizarrely like racisty yeah. that it was 100%. like we have to go seek the shaman in order to <laughs> gain their you know mystical wisdom to go back and be the great white hockey team that we are again.
1: It, oh, it's it's one hundred percent the uh we teach you about uh life but you teach us how to dance cliche that they've they've done so many times in buddy cop movies.
2: Yeah I I that's another early that's another thing from the early nineties that you didn't recognize then because it was the wasn't, white savior? Yeah. No well well the black savior It would be black. Well, the, yeah, okay well yeah, yeah white savior But but but, but of just, more of more of just like, you know, you know, white people uh What's appropriating black culture in order to succeed? Or to be more appealing and it, it, At the time you are like oh of course This is how it works Is like Black people just freely volunteer Their skill and knowledge to us So that the, us white people can succeed And I'm just like That was also uncomfortably As just like a nod to the fact that they helped They put Keenan Thompson on the <laughs> team For one reason For the knuckle puck <laughs> It would be like putting Jordan on your team Just to dunk It'd be like alright we need a dunk Get out there kid it was, it was very, and I mean, it was, I mean, I mean, this, this was not, I don't think, um, egregiously racist, but definitely felt like there was some weird racist-y undertones to that. And if
1: we're going to be honest, how, I, I've grown up around a good amount of black people. I don't just have the black friend. Right. I couldn't tell you a single one of them that has ever played street hockey in their entire life. It's just, it's an unrealistic game to think that these kids... Because, I mean, it's one reason why hockey is so white is because it's like uh tennis golf all this other shit where it doesn't reach the inner cities like that you don't see a lot of Mm -hmm. street
0: hockey courts set up it is what it is i mean
1: yeah i played
2: street hockey as a kid if they if if there were black kids in my neighborhood i'm sure they would have they would have played street hockey with we we were just we just all the kids played street hockey in a cul-de-sac like that's what we we did that with inline skates uh, my bro, I had no problem with those kids playing street hockey and and them like all coming together, as kids and playing a game. But then like the shit that they
1: taught them was like, here's how to fight. Like and it's like
2: okay. Well, and like, then
1: they carry the stereotypes into even because I started to watch a little bit of D3. Uh, the Mighty, where they go to, a, they get a, these scholarships to a school, and like one of the first scenes is uh, the. One, uh, not Julie, but the other female on the team is like uh, the one
0: from Queen of the Damned.
1: Yeah, she's like my dad. Uh, my dad told me uh, if I don't like the coach, I can come home this weekend. And Keenan's like. My dad told me I'm going to keep my ass here for this scholarship. Like, it's just so (laughs) stereotypical. Yeah, and Disney has a history of of
2: really, like, less or so at the turn of the century. But, like, earlier, man, Disney has a racist back. Like, really, anti-Semitic, especially. Yeah, like, misrepresenting black people. (laughs) I mean, they shut down fucking... uh, uh, the the ride that was based mm-hmm. on uh, Splash God. Mountain, yeah. they 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 could, they're completely revamping that because it's based on the song of the what it's called the song, song, of, the song of the south it, b- because south.
0: because one uh, there was one of the characters from Song of the South is just it's just like a rabbit or something, it's just there, yeah. And so they're gonna take it's like
1: it's just a rabbit. Well, but it's but it reminds people of a movie that I, when you look back now, it's, it's one of those things where it's. It's so overt and over the top, it's hard most to go. Most people that's haven't the even seen that
0: movie. Yeah, it, no, it's, it's true. But It's been banned for so long, most people haven't seen it. So anybody that's complaining about it now, that's like under the age, especially if they're under the age of 21, they've never seen it. Well, but no, but nowadays everybody has information at their fingertips so they can
1: go, hey, what's that rabbit from? And then they can Google, and then all of a sudden they're directed to Mammy.
2: Then you know what? I'm a, I'm actually okay I'm okay with that move because I think Disney needs to be like they need to be you have to adjusting. go overboard. They need to be uh, modifying the way they approach this stuff. And it's just it just goes to show that that this the culture was so different even just uh, 20 years ago, 30 years ago,
1: I guess. Well, no, when did they start to decide to do this? 2 years ago.
0: <laughs>
2: well, the Splash Mountain? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, 2 years ago, but it's because there is a cultural movement right now. <laughs> like there is a civil rights movement like a foot as we speak. And I think it is good that the, the corporation uh, are making those adjustments. So I'm, all, I'm, all, I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm not like, Oh, you're ruining my favorite ride. I'm still nah. going to go up a fucking log flume and slide fl- no, out
0: saying that. Uh, I think from what I understand, at least what I first heard was this was just something that was brought on by like a handful of people. No, no way. There's yeah. no
1: way uh, Disney's gonna restructure a ride from a handful of people.
0: Wanna bet. It's and anything.
1: Anything on the but anything that's Well how do you anything think that's on your Jemima
0: is no longer on on like Because uh, it looks uh, pretty racist.
2: Yeah they, yeah, they just they just adjusted the uh Uh, the bottle like it's now it's now called like like something farms it's called like pleasant farms or prairie farms syrup
0: yeah it's something weird i'm just like i wouldn't buy (laughs) prairie farms is
1: not (laughs) weird
0: no it's like no their name the name that they use is like mill something oh yeah it's really weird yeah
2: it's like something mills syrup and it they took the bottle like the bottle you recognized immediately and uh now it's just like a weird generic yeah it looks
0: like it looks like something you'd buy at the, uh, the dollar tree well, if you want a lady syrup, go get your Mrs. Buttersworth. The <laughs> the problem's changing her too. No, I think I'm she's good. I'm just saying
2: I'm am okay, I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm not I'm not too upset by, too by them being uh, even if you're hyper aware uh, making adjustments to be more culturally inclusive and uh sensitive. So, I'm all It's about not it. a
1: bad thing. And honestly, they probably needed to update the ride anyways if they have a character that that's old that, that you know that is a, from the whatever 30s
0: no well it's not it. it's not so much that as it was themed around a different it was a different theme and that ra- that character just happened to be left over and and a lot of their characters if you've never been there before a lot of their characters cross over onto different rides and everything that are just random just so yeah, i mean in theory yeah it's just changing is not technically a big deal but the way that you know it just seems just make it thumper
1: Everybody
2: loves Stumper. Just paint paint it
0: white. Yeah,
2: (laughs) yeah, that's exactly. That is totally the wrong direction. Yeah, I know, but that's the thing. He's trying to whitewash history. Make Disney great again. Big (laughs) question.
0: That's the end of the show. We're
2: all canceled now. We, now we know why you're so against the change. <laughs>
1: yeah, and we're not. We're all canceled.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
1: we're on the our, the right side of history with this. But okay, so let's get back to the body. So, so there's lots of shit else?
2: that was wrong. There's lots of shit that's wrong with this, including
1: movie. Goldberg's uh, treatment of the Italian team. Uh yeah no yeah that's another thing. <laughs> it's yeah. really weird and out of place. Just him going, "Hey, basados, meatballs, greasy, you're greasy." Hey. Yeah, it's just like ah. I bet Disney's like, "Who? What kind of? When, which of these cultures can we
2: use a racist slur <laughs> about now?" And nobody's gonna mind. And it's like, "Oh, we can make fun of the greasy Italians."
1: <laughs> like yeah. Oh goodness. Any other
2: what they got wrong? Um just a, just about I mean just about everything. I feel like in this just about everything. Did Gordon Bombay eventually fall in love with the with the teacher or or did he end up did he end up romantically I don't think engaged they ever with said any
1: it. Okay, so
2: but he tried to he go to I, he tried went to ice hook... cream with the Iceland chick. Yeah, and then he should
1: have gone out with the teacher though. And then uh which okay, real quick can we talk about Charlie for a second? Conway. Pacey, Josh, Josh Pacey, Jackson. Pacey. Yes, Pacey from, Pacey from, uh, from Dawson's, Dawson's Creek. Yeah.
0: Did you guys watch the version on Netflix? No, I watched it on Disney+. It had, it, had, uh, it had deleted scenes I hadn't seen before last time, but it was, it was his character with the teacher. Oh, yeah. It was steamy
1: what uh, uh, <laughs> i should have had you have me hook up sound effects mm-hmm. i would have given him a mario coin not bad <laughs> pacey had an affair with a teacher first season of dawson's creek well pl- that is that is the best joke he may ever make on this entire show <laughs> it was good he didn't make it I, usually he just like you know will broadcast that as you know there was this extra scene when Pacey was with the teacher, like, on Dawson's Creek. Like, that's usually his go-to. He played it perfect. Well done, sir. But uh, can we talk about how he was a little bit of a bitch every fucking... Like, how whiny are you And yeah. the beginning? He's like, Coach, we're not Team USA. We're the Ducks. Nah, motherfucker, you're Team USA now. I don't know if you read the spinning newspaper uh, before this scene. You're Team USA. Just... Like every, he just whined about everything. You know what? Yeah, I I did
2: think. He, well, Charlie in the first movie was representing like the soul, uh, the heart of the team, like the 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 morality, the sportsmanship, the doing, playing the game for the right reasons. Like the young Gordon Bombay, like the reason why you play hockey is for the fun, enjoyment, and pride. That was that's always his point of view. But in this, like, no, I I agree that it it's a stretch. Like he was trying to be the moral center of Gordon Bombay like being enamored with fame and fortune but also yes you're now on a bigger <laughs> fucking team dude like like you are not the ducks like this is not the ducks this is Gordon Bombay got hired
1: to coach team USA but the little bitch got his way didn't he cuz by the end of the movie what were they they were the fucking ducks mhm yeah, but that's what he it, creamed I, his jeans when they opened up that box
2: yeah it but it it represents uh, a moral centering i guess a a re a realignment with the everybody gets a trophy
1: with heart yeah yeah and the first one he was pipping out his mom (laughs) to gordon bob bay as well
0: something else i forgot we forgot to talk about was when they the uh was it three or four of them went uh to rodeo drive
1: yes oh yeah
0: what the hell was the point of them going into that store to To show them being mischievous
2: yeah it was a bit that's it like and and i'm It doesn't. That's the the problem with this movie. Was just it was just a, a patchwork, of Frankenstein of stitched together bits and moments that they thought would be like, "Ooh,
0: these are the these are the pieces that people want to see from the the original Mighty Ducks." And here, and also too, you know, they go in that they they're not allowed in. They're not allowed in, and a good reason. That's a place that sells women's clothes why are 4 12-year-olds wanting to go in there there's they have absolutely no reason and then when they find out that you know they have a connection Allegedly, well, they didn't find
1: out they have a connection. They were told by the children, n-
0: yeah, 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 that they have a connection with Aaron Spelling. Like these kids would know who the hell Aaron Spelling is in the first place, because I'm sure at the time, Melrose Place is on. They didn't watch that. Well, didn't They're they 12. say
2: they said Aaron Spelling was one of their moms or his something is, uh, or uh, his uncle? I think.
0: Uh, yeah, uncle. Yeah. And so they were shopping
2: f- on behalf of his un- of I their uncle, yes, for their mom.
0: Yeah, for something. So like, it'd be for their brothers. This, it was a fucking brother. stretch, and it was just supposed to be a bit. And you got f- four kids of f- four different races, so it's not like they're related unless they're stepbrothers or well. adopted and brothers. And then it wasn't like they. Were- so, uh, it, and then are and then they're being modeled all these women's clothes and like in swimsuits yeah, and they, stuff. It's it, like no, you? they hadn't gotten a swimsuit. Yeah,
1: because that's, that's why they kicked them out. They got kicked out. They got greedy. Said, yeah. It's like who is Flew the? Flew too close to the sun. Here?
0: Why are the adults not going? You know what? This just doesn't seem right. And then one lady goes in. Oh, aren't you the kids from the Court. from the the Goodwill hockey team? See, and you know what? If anything, that should have made. I mean, because apparently these motherfuckers
1: are the Beatles in this universe, so that should have been even more uh, gold than the Aaron Spelling. Right? Thing. They're like, oh, then we will definitely bring out the stringiest yeah, why, of big. Why didn't you tell us you were the ducks? We'll blow you. Uh, <laughs> it was a very like strange scene. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh man, that's a and Goldberg a farts. Yeah, in remember in the early
2: '90s when it was okay for 12-year-olds <laughs> to get blowjobs?
1: I think it is if it's the if it's the. Boy Boy, who's twelve? I believe our country's okay with that. Well, he that gets high five. That was
2: Mary Kay Letourneau time. You're mm-hmm. right. Yeah, uh, were, yeah, it was a it different was time in America. Very strange scene altogether. Yeah, but, I was uh, just like,
0: it doesn't. It didn't even need to be there.
2: Every every single scene was bizarre to me in some way. You favorite. know what was another
1: scene that was clearly like completely phony and fake? Was do you remember when uh, Gordon Bombay at the end of the first practice where they're starting to come together? He gives uh the rodeo kid the lasso and he's like ring me up some cattle and then it's like a game where he's putting the lasso on people and they're out yeah how clearly was that just a bunch of reaction shots that they got over and over again from emilio (laughs) estevez blowing the whistle and pointing and being like you're out because he never says anyone's name specifically he's just vague pointing and laughing and like doing the thumbing and it's so it's so bad you could just tell that they put the camera in front of them. We're like, give us about yeah.
0: fifteen. You're out. Blow the whistle every now and then. Make sure you look in different directions."
1: The whole, yeah, it was it was very much a uh, like a, a a like Will said, just a series of bits. I mean, yeah. every line Averman had was just something you could tell they probably thought of on set. <laughs> yeah, it,
2: yeah, it was a, it was in incoherent mostly, but it, and it was just a pander job for to the people who liked the first movie.
1: Anything else for what it got wrong? Do we cover it all?
2: It. I think the, I think it, it was all wrong. Yeah, <laughs> it was all wrong.
1: <laughs> so this makes this part kind of pointless. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? We'll just we'll just see. Uh, so we'll go around the room. Do we ever decide if it needs to be un? We said you needs to be unanimous, right? Yeah. I think we may have our first
0: uh, our first our nominee. First
1: nominee for the machine. Uh, so we're gonna go ahead and turn the sequel machine on. We can't afford sound effects yet, so it's just silent. It's in the other room. Uh, oh, it's Such an efficient, nope. clean machine. This it must be made from the German. Oh shit! It's a PS. It's a Kurek. It's an modified Keurig. <laughs> <laughs> but if it fits your sequel, so Corey, do you put D two into the sequel machine? Does it need to be remade?
0: Yes. Okay, for sure.
1: Uh, I, I wish I had sound effects because right now I'd be hitting us with the dun dun dun. Will absolutely,
2: yep, needs to be remade. There could have been a better there could have been a better
1: storyline here. Brad.: I agree. I hope oh, we don't venture into the mighty ducks turn out to all be murderers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but it does need to be remade. Something has to be done. We have to write this wrong. We have to uh, you know, justify or ju- is that is? justify this travesty? Yeah, yeah. All right, that's a good one. So we're gonna throw it into the sequel machine. It will be as of now. This is our first one, right? Mm-hmm. Well, technically, our But uh, this will be the first one thrown into the machine. We will come up with the actual proper D two Mighty Ducks at sequel, some point, point. and it will be a Patreon exclusive. And Will, where can people find that Patreon? Go to Patreon dot com slash Red Curb
2: Comedy. Patreon dot com slash Red Curb Comedy, and you got to join the tier. And once you do, you'll have access to the sweet, sweet, exclusive sequel machine to D2. And where can
1: people find you at?
2: Oh, uh, you can find me on uh, Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at Will Faffy. W-I-L-L-P-F-A-F-F-Y.
0: And Corey? You can find me on Twitch. uh, It's twitch.tv slash NKO Gonzo. And you can find me at Brad Scott
1: Comedy on all social media platforms. All right, fellas, let's uh, form the Flying V and get the fuck out of here. This episode is done. We'll get the fuck out of here. Get the duck out of here. Get the quack out of here. Get the duck out of here. Get the duck out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Duck you. (laughs) Duck you. What the fuck are we doing? Go duck yourself. Flying V.